Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Thank my man, Danny. Danny who got B. Mitchell Danny Hoo got me a coffee, man. I'm about to get crazy around here. That's just what we need is B. Mitchell hopped up on caffeine. Yeah. Uh, makes for good radio, though, and it is time for Ask B. Mitch Anything on well, a Scotty's Vodka Red Bull Friday. Phone line, 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. Let's let my man Josh in Spotsylvania kick it off. Josh, it is time to Ask B. Mitch Anything. <laughs> Mitch Finley, what love up, the show. Thank Thanks, you. buddy. Uh, I, I just got to ask. He's talking about Sam Howell and how he plays and it not mattering and stuff. I think it does matter. But my question is for you is, goes out, struggles, doesn't play a great game, which is probably going to happen. Do you think that Washington is going to draft somebody this year, maybe in the third round? Uh, or do you really think that with Dan Snyder selling the team that he's they're really going to go out and get a Derek Carr or something? I think they'll probably draft somebody in the third round, but that's just my thought. Thanks, guys. All right, man. Well, Thanks, I think buddy. based off of history, I think Ron would try to – and he he had to prove this year. I damn sure think he's going to have to prove next year. And more than likely they'll go with more of a veteran guy uh, unless they can uh, luck up and get some movement in the draft and get somebody young. But I think veteran player would be the one that way they would lean. Although I don't like I do most of anybody out there. So you just gave up two thirds to go get Carson. I what are you gonna make a run at Derek Carr? What veteran do you think you're gonna get? But you, you heard him talking about getting quarterback one. And I would think that a guy who has talked so much about competing in, in year three, that failed with that quarterback. And I I just don't know how you have to do it. Now, you go ahead and draft somebody. That seems like self-preservation to me. Here, here's the other problem of this is if we think this is one more year for Ron and not necessarily the long-term future with a new owner coming to town, all those things, it's another year of like when the – I mean, to call it Gruden. When Bruce Allen and Dan took Haskins, then they blew out Jay Gruden and his staff, then Ron comes to town it's like, hey, make it work with this quarterback you didn't draft. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're setting up that scenario for a year from now, yeah, and it just perpetuates. You know what 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 happens now? The more I hear, I've heard like like you've heard all kinds of things. I've heard all kinds of things. I hope to God that the one thing I heard about the deal is done and they just waiting to announce it. I hope it's already done. They waiting to announce it and somebody could come in here early and get a plan going. Sure, because right now it's in limbo, and I think ultimately 
if it works in a sense where they go draft somebody and whoever new comes in, it's like you don't know if you like the guy or not. Totally. So you'll be in a situation. I just hope it's somebody. I hope something happens to where whoever is going to take over, if they're going to take over, they begin to move forward. Now, I go to Tankathon because they do the best job of updating NFL draft results, like draft positioning. And if the season ended today, which it doesn't, they got a game on Sunday, the commanders would draft 14th. Now, they also do their own mock drafts, and and I don't know who's behind this, right? I don't know how wired in this information is. So this could just be nothing more than pixels on a screen. Mm -hmm. But in the Tankathon mock draft that has the commanders picking 14th, you know who it's got them taking? Who? Anthony Richardson, quarterback out of Florida. I like his athleticism. (laughs) Think you need some work there. And then the next question I would ask is, do we know that we have somebody who can really take that kid and get him to where he needs to go? We don't know anything. So that that's the that's the question for me. I hear all the talk about how good a person Ron is and all these things about the I haven't seen the plan or a game plan to take a guy from being a little pupil as far as quarterbacks in the NFL and take him to manhood. I haven't seen that. And I go all the way back to when they were with Cam. Cam was a superhuman athlete. Yep. He never became a better passer. True. Um, our guy Cody Shook via Twitter has a question for Ask B. Mitch Anything. This is a very specific question, Brian. Yes. Has B. Mitch ever met Denzel Washington? Mm, oh, never met him personally. Was in a club in New York with him, walked past him, and about the time I realized I was feeling a little good by myself, and I turned around like, that's Denzel. And when you go to turn and he's gone. He gone. Couldn't catch him. He's quick. B-Mitch, didn't you say at one point you'd want Denzel to play you in the B-Mitch biopic? I never said that. I thought you did. Who no, would but, you want to play but, I, but if he would play me, yes. Yo, I could play you, B. Nah, you're not cute enough. <laughs> that was tough. That was tough. Who should play me? Uh, that dude that plays on the ESP, that does ESPN with the ears. Andrew Siciliano. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> No, JP. I, I'd like Michael B. Jordan to play me. He's one of my favorite. But that, actors. Hey, yeah. how the hell? <laughs> how the hell? It, what? It can't be Michael B. Jordan. Why? Playing JP Finley. Yeah. Why they, not? They, they try to make it look real. That don't look real. That's messed up. If you were black, it wouldn't look real because you're not even swole like that. We're both swole. I want Michael B. Jordan to play me in the biopic. All right. You know what? I am going to remember that. If something happened to you and you need a buy and they got a biopic being played, or they just want to do it, and they ask me, I'm going to say, Michael B. Jordan. That's who I want. I would love to see that. I want to be clear. That's who I want. I would get Stallion to play you. Okay, well, John Travolta, <laughs> John Travolta could play me then. <laughs> but you don't have anything in common with John Travolta. Me and Michael B. Jordan are both swole. We both love the Rocky movies. Uh, we're about the same age. I don't know if he loved the we Rocky both movies. Loved, I just think that he did it because he got paid. We both love... The Wire, he was in it. I watched it. He's my favorite actor. All right. He's 35. I'm 41. He's born in February. I'm born in September. There's a lot in common here. Okay. Bradley Bone is on the line. Bradley, ask B-Mitch anything. Hey, B-Mitch, I just wanted to ask you, what, if anything, could Sam Howell do this week to make you think that they don't need to go look for a number one quarterback next year? I don't think he could do anything this week to say that they don't need to go look for a number one quarterback. I think he could do something to tell me that, you know what, they can start looking at him. Uh, I still don't think one game 
will tell me that, no, you don't need to be looking for a quarterback. I think you need to always look for the best you can get until you find one. That's what. All right, man. Thanks, Brad. Appreciate it. Uh, I got a Now, if he goes out there against this defense and throws like four touchdowns for like 300 something yards and don't get sacked, I'm going to be like, look, uh, he might be able to be that guy. But we need somebody to make sure they can take him, as I said, from pupil to adulthood. Uh, pop quiz for you, B. I think he's going to get this. It's a pop quiz. CBSO, Landfill, do you think he's going to get the pop quiz without knowing what it is? Why not? Simple vote, yes or no? Uh, yeah. All right. This is from Oates via Twitter. Who is the commander's quarterback coach? Zampezi. Correct. Ding, 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 ding. Alex Don't is Don't know his first name. Ken. Alex <laughs> is in Leesburg. Alex, ask B. Mitch anything. Hey, B. Mitch. What up, brother? I understand the NFL is all about getting in shape. I want to know, out of all your teammates, who deteriorated the fastest and what did they eat? <laughs> oh, Lord. I couldn't tell you what That's people awesome. ate. But, uh... Wow, man. I'm trying to see. <laughs> you couldn't even I've recognize heard you said him. some mean stuff to some former teammates. Well, I'm not turning him I, to D lineman. I say it because I love him. You know, Stephen Davis was a, a running back, and then the last time I saw him, he looked like a D tackle. <laughs> he, he just said, man, you know, man, I like I like that. I, I like that country food. I eat a lot of rice, man, cornbread. So, right, Stephen Davis. You. But he, he, he getting back now. <laughs> he, he lost about 20 pounds since when we saw him there. Good. I saw him at the alumni thing. He was looking looking meaningly, meaning uh, tough. All right. Wayne is in Bowie. Wayne, what up, man? Ask me much anything. Hey, man, I'm standing in front of the restaurant. We got some gumbo and fried turkey <laughs> in the back. And it's for waiting on the guest of honor. <laughs> hey, Mitch, where you at? I'm going to take it to the house, man. You got to show up. All hey, right, yo, man. I got a qu- question for you, bro. Who ever heard of an ugly, when I ain't going to say AP, called Major Tutty, and the team is not named the Hogs? What do you think of that little fiasco on Sunday? Well, I, I think they could have did it. Calling. I think, listen, I understand what they're trying to do with the uh, Hogs and things of that nature. I just think the whole costume could have been a lot better. I just didn't like the fact that he couldn't keep his shirt tucked in. It just doesn't – it didn't look professional to me. It looked like something that they uh, – like you wake up in the morning and you're about to go to school and you're wearing costume and you say, well, I'm going to just grab my dad's shirt. I'm going to throw a pillow in my in, inside my shirt and tuck it in my pants. That's what it looked like to me. But I understand the concept of trying to pay homage to the Hawks. Um, Landfill, are you ready? You sitting down? You know it. Jeff, are you paying attention? He nodded his head. Rev T is on the line. Buckle up or knuckle up. Reverend, talk to me. Man, hold on, man. See, yesterday I was trying to call in, but I was doing my homework. I had to turn that paper in so I could get that professor off my back. But when I, I was trying to call, what's that other segment y'all got on Thursday? What it called? Bleep that. Bleep oh, you bleep Thursday. You. Bleep, yeah, well, bleep you. Hold on. Let me get my bleep you out of the way. I want to bleep. Uh oh, my neighbors that live in my new bougie neighborhood I live in during Christmas. I thought I was doing something since we didn't, me and Weezy didn't move up. I went in, threw some Christmas nets over my house and, and thought, oh, look at my Christmas decorations. 
I come out the next day, them Bama's got the whole damn street lit up with, with uh, Christmas lights in there. Made me look real bad in front of my kids. I ended up going to get the little inflatable Grinch to put up on the yard. And we beat them Bama's. And I went to, see, I'm hip to what they did. I then went to Walmart and got all that stuff on 50% sale. I'm going to be ready for them Bama's next year. So bleep my nice Christmas light neighbors over here in Manassas. But, but now, though, when I want to get back, though, I want to ask B. Mitch, uh, uh, when y'all going to go ahead and bring uh, S-Talk over to 1067 fan? Because, see, yesterday while I was trying to call through the, uh, the bleeps of our body, I heard that, oh, well, first I smelled the snitch of, of pissy, uh, old people, folks, home diapers, and then I smelled the stench of sticky fish, and then next thing I know, Jared Jones started talking. <laughs> That's right. And, and, and so and so, y'all was talking earlier about Big Tony could light, he could light the, the stradio up with the words he be talking to foul name. But listen, when y'all going to bring S-Talk to 10675? Because I really miss calling people Bammers. You know what I'm talking about, JP? You, 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 can, you, you can call them Bammers and bleep you. Bleep I, you is our way of doing that now. Thank you for the call, Rev. I don't believe Reverend has <laughs> stopped calling people Bammers, so I'm not sure what green light nah, it is he's, he's never waiting stopped for. calling people Bammers. Right. Um, shout out to Rev. He called them Cubammers now. Being the only dude that can call in and reference a segment from yesterday <laughs> and still spend like four minutes on it. Um, <laughs> let's go to Charlie is in College Park. Charles, well, ask Charlie. Mitch anything. Hey, man. How you doing? Well. Uh, I got a couple, two or three quick things before I get to your question, Brian. First of all, I want to thank you guys, your show, and Kevin Sheehan's show particularly for getting me through the season. Football means so much to me, and now that it's over, and for me it's over. As soon as they lost the chance to get to the playoffs, it's over. I want them to kill Dallas, but we'll see what happens. And 20, 25,000 Dallas people in the stands for Sonny Jurgensen's uh, jersey retirement, that's sick. Makes me sick. I've been talking to you guys about it for weeks. Anyway, thank you guys for getting me through the season. You make it bearable with all the ups and downs, and this team teases you, and they get good, and then they and then they sink, and it's over. And I got a long winter ahead of me. Next Sorry, thing buddy. is, next thing is, how in the hell does anybody follow Rev T? He, I said this before. He's the best man. I mean, it's it's embarrassing to try and follow him. Rev T, you should be on stage. You do a it good job a of following him, Charlie. Don't you worry. Here comes a question, B. Mitch. I'm Yo. not hot under the collar. I'm sad. B. Mitch. Yo. Are you a breast man or a butt man or an everything man? Whoa, whoa, whoa. A butt man or a what man? A Is that breast man, a butt man, or everything? Butt gets the attention. <laughs> but I like everything to be like. In in the same like you know to, to go together to fit like an hourglass yeah I, I don't I, I don't like seeing somebody with a big old butt that don't match body big breath that don't match body I want it to be like like <laughs> nice to go together I understand you don't do the Bertha butt boogie right <laughs> <laughs> is that the, right, the, I the, haven't heard Bertha butt the Bay Bridge Run was it Bertha butt belly butt George Jefferson used to say Bertha butt uh this what won't surprise you is what I like. I'm a leg man. You talking about like chicken? Because <laughs> <laughs> the legs got to match everything. Like, sure. You didn't see something. I have seen situations where I'm like, okay, nice. And then you see the legs like, whoa, how they carrying all that? My wife's legs got an engagement ring quick, man. Oh, um, bro, look at you. Ooh. Question for you. Am I allowed to ask one? Landfill, can I ask one? <laughs> You're going to do it anyway. That was because I got the I said something right. <laughs> um, Lamar Jackson, 
Yeah. Ravens are going into the playoffs. We know that much. Lamar hasn't played since December 4th. Yep. He only threw four passes in that game, had to come out in that game. John Harbaugh just ruled him out for Week 18 against the Bengals. That mm-hmm. news just hit. Will Lamar play again this year? They're in the playoffs already? They're in the playoffs already. He'll play again. Okay. What the hell's going on up there? I th- I mean, he's hurt. And then the thing about it, we can sit up here and think about, well, he needs to play all we want. If you're hurt, you're hurt. You can't go. You know, but I, back to real quick, if you say this year, you remember we got like a whole year, got a new season coming this year. This season. I know. But I think he'll play again. But I just think he's gotten hurt. And I can think, I'm, I'm going to say this, I felt he should have gotten a deal in the offseason. But by all accounts, he didn't want one. He didn't want one, and he, he, he bet on himself. While he was healthy, he was showing something. Now, you start looking at the stats. When he's in there, they're damn good. When he's not, they're not. So that can throw something up. I don't know what's going to happen with that situation, but I believe he will play again. And I think ultimately L- Lamar is hurt. You know, because if he was not hurt, he, he, he I think if he wasn't hurt, he'll be playing. I, I Especially now that this Bengals-Ravens potential playoff game is going to come down to a coin flip. Um, so everybody's aware the owners have approved the proposal from the competition committee, which could make a AFC title game played at a neutral site, could make the, the site of the Bengals-Ravens playoff game a coin flip. I mean, this could get a little wild. It could. Um, Lamar not playing this weekend. And Hawk, they're playing against Cincy this weekend, right? Playing against Cincy this week. <laughs> it's a weird scenario, man. It is. Hasn't played since December 4th. Yeah, I mean, that's a long time, but I believe... More than a month. When he's not playing, he's hurt. Maybe they... And we talk so much about the Commanders, but I'll tell you, the Ravens, you might want to get your offensive line a little better, too. A lot of weird and, stuff and going on And shut him down. Tell, we don't need you to run as much. That's the thing about it. They put him in Holmes' way, and he's going to run. Get a better offensive line so he does not have to run. As much as he does. Uh, possibly the last one of the week. Kevin is in Locust Grove... Is Jeff just talking to him? <laughs> All right. Um, we'll see what Jeff said. I, I want to go to him. Is this guy nuts, Jeff? <laughs> we're gonna get it. We're gonna get a quick update from Jeffrey. Jeff, what did Kevin in Locust Grove want? He read an article and he wanted to know the accuracy of Ron Rivera not knowing the playoff scenario. Quick B, last question. Do you believe Ron really didn't know the scenarios yeah. last week? I 100% believe at that moment, yeah, because I don't want to hear about I was think I'm only concerned about winning. The game's over. You lost. And I think you need to know where you're at at that point. That was a tough, tough moment, man. It was. That but was it, a- it's a lot of things that were said afterward, after the fact, but hey, man, <laughs> I don't care what, you, what you're trying to do. You didn't do that. At that moment, because you had already lost the game. So, you know, something was asked, and I think if, even if you're trying to be so smart ass, don't be a smart ass in certain situations. Mitch Tischler joins us next to give us a little preview of maybe not what, but who are we going to see from the commanders on <laughs> Sunday? Don't go anywhere. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Scotty's Vodka Red Bull Friday. Got the trumpets playing. A lot happening. Uh, Jeff, you should reach out to Scotty's. See if they'll sponsor your birthday party next weekend. Uh <laughs> Jeff's about to turn 29 years old next weekend. He's having quite a shindig. Jeff, um, I have some bottles at the house. I got you. I'm not exactly sure we that Stallion can handle this party. No, uh, I, be, I advise Stallion to stay away. Amateurs should not be there. Uh, Scotty's Vodka <laughs> Rebel Friday. Go check out a bottle of Scotty's. It's Friday. Go get a bottle of Scotty's Vodka. Amazingly smooth. Maryland made, just like me. And enjoy your Friday evening. Uh, uh, next Saturday... That. We're going to the over-under grand opening. I invited Jeff, and he said, I'll try to come through, but I'm having a party at my house for my birthday. So That's a big-time party. Then. Jeff's got to do his own thing sometimes. Tell him, Jeff. Uh, hey. Right now, I want to get to the BetQL guest line. Talk to our friend, the big man, Mr. Mitch Tischler. Mitchell, do you want to come to the over-under grand opening next weekend, or do you or want to, to come to a party at Jeff's house, which has a name of a party that I'm not allowed to say on the radio? I very, very, very much want to be at the uh, at Jeff's house. That sounds awesome. <laughs> hey, Mitch, I will send you an invite. <laughs> he's, he's getting Dude, the I'm flyer printed up. Birthday at uh, 18th Street Lounge that night. You guys should all come join us there afterwards. I, I listen. It sounds like if you're going to the party at Jeff's house, you're not going anywhere. There's a lot of parties going on that yeah, night. It's a big weekend. What the hell? W- what would have happened if the Commanders were in the playoffs? Mitch, I just texted you the name of the party. <laughs> Let's let him react live on air. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we got oh, the big man on the boy. line. You can give him a follow at Mitch underscore Tischler. Of course, you hear him on the Washington Football Talk podcast. Mitchell, um, all three of us, uh, certainly me, you, and Brian, believe that football games, by and large, are, are won and lost in the trenches. What the hell should we expect from the commander's offensive line this weekend? I mean, I think you could expect basically what we've seen the past three, four weeks. Uh, you know, you I, I think the big change is going to be Chris Paul stepping in there at guard. I think we're going to see him start there, and and let's see what the uh, seventh round rookie has if he if he has a little juice to his game. Um, I'm not particularly excited about Chris Paul. I think that uh, there are teams that have a luxury of taking a player like Chris, who is a little bit more of a project, and you can project, you know, to maybe hopefully break into the the, the starting rotation in two three years. But this is an organization that doesn't have a lot of depth along the offensive line. Has drafted basically incredibly poorly uh, trying to find some of those depth guys over the years, looking back at, you know, Wes Martin and Ross Pierce Baker, Chris, uh, I forgot uh, about Ishmael, him. like a bunch of those dudes. I, I, there are enough good players in college. I can step in and help you right away, or at least be a legitimate backup right away that you don't need to go and, and, and grab a guy who I think is going to take a little time to develop. So it'll be interesting to see what Chris Paul has. He's a big body if he can lock into it, lock into a, a D tackle, he'll be able to 
to slow him up, but I don't think he has the lateral speed to, to keep up with most uh, D linemen in the NFL, especially when you look at what the Cowboys have on the other side over there. When I think of this game, I think of uh, that little saying about know your personnel. And I think this is a prime example where we can find out how a coach can adjust, knowing that they don't have the time to have these long developing plays happen, to change an offense up. <clears throat> and I've said it all year, Scott's going to have to call a different game to help his offensive lineman out, especially in this game. Yeah, I don't think you're going to be able to see some of those empty sets, especially with a, with a rookie quarterback back there. I expect we'll see Sam Cosme um, starting out there at, at right tackle as well, which I guess is another uh, change. I, to me, I would have liked to have seen, I know he had the, obviously the hand injury and they were short on, on linemen, but you know when you start flip-flopping guys around to play tackle and then move him into guard and then back out to tackle as a rotation and then back into guard, you don't let that guy develop as, as he should. And I think that you know, part of what's happened this year, aside from the injury, might have hurt a little bit of uh, Sam Cosby's development. But I'm still excited about what he can be at right tackle. I think that he can be a solid NFL right tackle. I know there are folks that are that are really down on him and, and haven't uh, haven't haven't uh, haven't haven't thought much of his play. But he shows sparks at time, and and I think he's a guy that 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 can that can help you out a lot uh, as you move forward. He's not a guy that you can leave on an island right now at right tackle and know that he's going to be able to go one-on-one with, you know, any any kind of upper echelon uh, defensive end outside linebacker out there. But at the same time, I think that uh, he's got to get those reps. He's got to get the time to get out there and play and and, and get, uh, get accustomed to playing right tackle in the NFL. This is a situation where you don't – like you got a young quarterback, you don't want anything to work against him. Not only do we not have a good offensive line at block, we have a center that may snap the ball anywhere. How, how concerned are you about that? We were concerned about it when he was with – with Taylor, we were concerned when he had Carson. Now you have Sam, who doesn't have the experience of playing, and you have to worry about the snap. I think that could be a major problem. Yeah, to me, the biggest problem with the snaps um, is just how it throws off the timing of plays. With Carson Wentz, I was much more concerned about it because he's a little more rigid. He's a little less athletic. He's he's a little slower to to bend over and and get up and all those different things. Not that he's an old man by any means, but. Taylor, Howell, Taylor Heineke and Sam Howell both are a little bit more athletic, and I think that they'll be able to handle kind of the the, the mechanism of, of catching low snaps and kind of getting into plays. But it's one of those things that, you're, that you can't be excited about for, for a rookie quarterback. I mean, that's one of those things that you take as a given. How many times over the years have we talked about issues with this commander's football team? And almost never are we talking about a center's inability to snap the ball back to his quarterback. And part of it goes back to, you know, part of Ron Rivera's philosophy. He wants all these guys with positional flex who can play multiple positions and, you know, can help you out in a pinch here, there, and and elsewhere. How about let's get guys who are good at the position that they're supposed to play. Let's get a good center in there. Let's get a good guard in there, a good pair of guards. Let's get a tackle in there as opposed to worrying about a guy who can play tackle but also can play guard in a pinch and, hey, maybe we can get him to go in there and play center. Let's get guys who play their position and play it well and start there. And then maybe for backups and depth guys, you can get some of these folks who are who have this this uh, magical positional flex. Mitch out here just dropping sides. I mean, go, Brian, I don't know what he's thinking to sign people that are good at a position. Does that just sound un- hey un- otherworldly? I've always said if a guy is very good at a position but he can play multiple ones, I want him. I don't want guys who are below average in every position. Right. Jack you know? of all trades, master and that's of That's the whole thing about it. I think we've, and I'm with you, Mitch. I'd much rather, uh, if, if I have a choice, a guy who can play multiple positions, but he's not great at none of them, or a guy who's great at one position, I'm going to take the guy who's great at one position. Yeah. Yeah. Not, that's a good football player. 
You know how you win with good football players. As yeah, you go. Sanders fans have been have been spoiled for the better part of two decades with you know left tackles who are stalwarts and and you know all pros or or, uh, or pro bowlers at, at their position. And now all of a sudden, there's no anchor of this offensive line. You know, part of what makes Trent Williams great when he was here is not just that he's such a great football player, but it's that you can leave him alone on the left side. You don't have to worry about rotating a, a tight end or a, or a running back to help out. And that helps out the entire rest of the offensive line because those guys, whether it's your interior guards that need a little bit of help or your right tackle needs a, an extra you know, punch on the way out, you can line up a tight end over on that side. You can line up running backs over on that side. Having a, a, a guy that, that you can you know, have on an island is such an advantage in the, in the NFL because it helps out the other four guys on your offensive line. Talking with our friend Mitch Tischler here. You can follow him on Twitter at Mitch underscore Tischler. Uh, hear him on the Washington Football Talk podcast. Uh, what are your expectations for Sam Howell on Sunday? I think we're going to see a little bit of a mixed bag. I think um, I think we're going to see a couple a couple of real nice throws from him that, that that get folks excited, fit a ball into a small space downfield. Um, but I think you're going to see some of those some of those rookie growing pains. I mean, you know, the speed of the game, uh, what he saw in in preseason versus the uh, versus the, the speed of the game that that he's going to see on Sunday are going to be two entirely different levels, particularly from, you know, that pass, that pass rush that the, that the Cowboys are going to bring. Uh, he might take a sack or a bad sack or two. Uh, I think he might make a couple of, uh, you know, predetermined uh, reads uh, on defenses and, and might throw a pick or two. But ultimately, I just want to see a couple of flash plays, a couple of, uh, you know, a couple of plays that I can point to as we go to this offseason and say, if we can get that Sam Howell, if, that's, if we can work out some of the, you know, some of the speed and some of the mental issues that he's inevitably going to have in his first NFL start with, you know, a lot of backups playing around him. Uh, I, I want something I can, I can stick my feather in, in the cap for and, uh, and be excited for next year. Big Mitch out here trying to stick his feather in things. Um, let's talk about... Hey, we're talking about Jeff Barty. <laughs> a lot of feathers. <laughs> a lot of feathers over there. Um, Mitch Tischler here. Uh, you know me pretty well. When an outcome looks predetermined in the NFL, I tend to think the opposite outcome is going to exist. Uh, I'm not so sure I feel that way this week. I think defensively, John Allen, we know John Allen and Benjamin St. Juice are out. I believe Cam Curl and Jamin Davis will be out. Um, Is there a zag quotient here? Like Everybody expects Dallas to come up here and win. What are the chances the crazy happens and the NFL's nuts and Washington pulls this thing out? Yeah, I mean, what are the chances? Not particularly <laughs> high. I think, I think the best chance is going to be, honestly, Dallas is going to look at halftime at that Eagles-Giants game, and you know, if the Eagles are up two touchdowns, maybe they decide, hey, let's shut this thing down. We're not going to be able to to catch the Eagles, and and they go the the, the Cowboys go to a uh, go to a, a, a you know, all backup situation, almost like, you know, what the commanders are doing. But, you know, Sam Howell's going to have to be very, very special if, they, if they're going to have to go out there and beat the Cowboys. I mean, I just don't think the defense has it in them to slow down this, this Cowboys running game. And, and the offense is going to struggle starting with the offensive line just because they have struggled all year. I mean, if the O-line struggles and all of it struggles – it's going to be a struggle. Yeah, uh, you got. No, I mean, got, I think it's going to be a struggle on Sunday. I think we all agree on that. On that. Yeah. What? Uh, you got an official prediction? Yeah. Uh, sorry, Don't sound so excited. It's going to be. Yeah, it's not going to be very pretty. I think I got. 
Uh, 26-13 uh, Cowboys. Dude, I, I brought this up earlier. Everybody seems convinced that Howell's only going to have 18-20 throws. You remember that 2013 finale in the Meadowlands where Kirk Cousins threw it 50 times? Like, I'm not, I'm not counting on anything there, this weekend. We don't have Robinson or there Gibson. Are a million words, there are a million words that I want to use right now that aren't radio appropriate. Like Jeff Party bringing up that game. That was the most miserable football game that I've ever seen. Cold rain in the Meadowlands. Tarek Al-Bashir oh. made me drive a rented Volkswagen Jetta at like 6 a.m. over the Delaware Memorial Bridge. I remember that day well. The coaches were just in, in full-on forget-you mode. mode. and <laughs> Yeah, bleep-you mode, exactly. exactly. That, was, that was a miserable, miserable day. And I want to see Sam Howell sling the ball around a little bit. But if he throws the ball 50 times, me and Ron are going to have some... Some some, uh, some words after this one. Going to be a long night <laughs> in Landover. Big man, thanks, buddy. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, guys. Hi, Mitch. That's our guy, Mitch Tischler. Give him a follow at Mitch underscore Tischler. When we come back, time to reconcile the week's wagering and maybe, just maybe, make some weekend parlays. Hey, it's Brian Mitchell here. One of the things I love about betting on the NFL is I'm always finding new players or game props that I like. And what's cool about FanDuel Sportsbook is you can combine these props with other bets from the same game to score an even bigger payout. Perfect for this weekend's games. When we look at the game of Dallas playing against Commanders, we can go with Sam Howe over or under passing yards. How about get De'Ami Brown over or under passing, um, pass receptions? Total points, you got plus 40. It's 40 and a half now. That may move. And I always have to say, how about Dak Prescott to throw an interception? Same game, Paulie, is just one of the reasons why I bet with FanDuel. Other reasons are it's easy to use, it's easy to register, easy to deposit, and it's easy to find your bet. They have live betting. My friends love to use it. And when you get when you win, you get your winnings paid fast. There's no feeling like nailing a same-game parlay bet. So lock in your bet today on FanDuel Sportsbook. If you're new to FanDuel Sportsbook, sign up today with promo code BRIAN for your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's promo code BRIAN, B-R-I-A-N. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 106.7 The Fan. You have to be 21 years old or present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as a non-withdrawable free bet that expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ooh, Scotties. Brian, I'm going to tell you the truth. You want to know the truth about something? Tell me. Probably going to have some Scotties this evening. You what? Probably going to have some Scotties this evening. What's the reason? Uh, it's Friday. It's cold out. I don't know. You need more? I mean, like, it's normally Friday and it's cold out. And you know, I was telling us that you're going about to have some. So what is the real reason? Are you something you've been stressing this week? No, not really. Um, you just feel like it. I, I'm going to have some. I'm telling you. Okay. Are you going to have some? Probably so. All right, cool. Um, one reason is you guys are giving me grief about my, my picks this week. Landfill... I I won like four straight weeks of heard it here first, uh, and everybody's just like, ah, oh, who hey, Jeff, cares? Jeff, Move Jeff. on. Who cares? Tell them Move about on. When you talking about Move the past on. all the time, we really don't care about what we don't remember none of that stuff. All we know is this week you just I know you the Celtics were playing well. You took them last night and they lost by twenty nine. No, Dallas was playing well. You took them and they lost by twenty nine. The yeah. Cavs were on like Luka a, let me the down. The Cavs were on like a seven eight game streak. You took them and they lost. Luca let me down. I mean, you but, know what then? I got my pick for this weekend. We if don't, if we everything don't, is going the opposite. We don't do a pick this weekend. I'm at, listen, I'm changing my weekend parlay pick. You want to play the music and let Jeff, let's rattle off the week because apparently I lost. I don't know who lost. Jeff, Jeff don't remember what it was. 
He just asked me, hey, what were y'all? Uh, I mean, what was y'all record this week? We just stomped all over that that uh, sounder. Yeah, yeah. Um, however, Jeff, do you have the paper? Do you still use so, the paper? So, so I don't use the paper. I, I keep it in my head. But however, oh, I good. Wasn't, he keeps I, it in his head. I Brian, wasn't that's here yesterday. But okay. I do have the results for the week. Okay, what's so, that? So I'm at one and one. Landfill is at one and two. JP, you're at one and two. And B is at two and one. And it's low because we took the bets off for Monday. From the first night. day. Yeah. yeah, which is so, the in right other words, thing to do. just B Mitch won. So I'll say it like that. So B Mitch in first place, Jeff in second place, Landfill. B Mitch in- won. Like it, we're at the finish line. If he's <laughs> in first place, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yeah. won. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, we don't. I, so I just want to point out, when somebody wins, I can say, yo, you won. Congrats. When I win, everybody's like, nah, it doesn't count. sound like a rooster out here. To be honest, having a in reality, I really should be tied with B. But I'm going to let it slide because I agreed to bounce the record from Monday night. So Brian won. Congratulations, Brian. I mean, Jeff, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah. Your aunt is your aunt for a reason. If it was an if, she'd be your uncle probably. But she, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just saying, brother. All right. <laughs> I uh, A couple things now. All right. There's a, a lot of updating to do here. Um, Kevin Sheehan interviewed Frank Herzog this morning on his show. Mm-hmm. Herzog said he was not invited this weekend to the Sonny Jurgensen retirement ceremony. Okay. There has since been an update that somebody from the team reached out to Kevin Sheehan and said Herzog wasn't invited to the Jersey retirement because the Jurgensen family requested a small, mostly family event. I think Jurgensen would probably consider Herzog family. I'm just telling you what people are saying. Listen, man. Michael, (laughs) hold on. Michael Phillips is now reporting Frank Herzog will be in the radio booth on Sunday. Okay. So they made an adjustment. That's cool. I'll take that. But this is this is what D. Hall said yesterday, and this is what I believe the whole time. Let's start getting it right the first time. Let's not have to have someone say something or some uproar to make things right. If you do it right the first time, then that's the issue. I would say, look, anybody over there, if you do not understand the history of what's happening around this team, ask somebody. I'm willing to talk. I can let you know some stuff. And it's people I know around me that could definitely tell you who is close to who. Get it right the first time. Let's stop always having to make something, have to come back and correct something. Is that is that too hard to ask for? I, I think that is entirely reasonable to ask for. And I think just reaching out and having communication with some people that have been here, you will begin to get things right and you'll be more indebted to the people around here. When you roll in and act as if you know everything and you don't ask questions, you mess, make a mistake, and then you get it right. Then you make a mistake, then you get it right. What people are going to remember is that you keep making mistakes. Let's just learn to open up the doors. The line of communications to people that you may not feel is a part of your crew, you know what? It's people outside your crew that can make everything better for your crew. A lot of folks want to help, man. A lot of folks, a lot of folks care and have cared for a long time, probably predating most of the people that work over there. Yeah, because I understand why they've had significant turnover, but along the way, sometimes you lose your way. Thank you to all of our guests today. I had to give Craig Heist my show sheet because he needed me to write <laughs> a bunch of stuff down. Can you thank all our guests today, Brian? Yeah. 
We want to thank PFT commenter. We want to thank our guy from uh, Dallas. Bobby Belt. Bobby Belt. We have Miss Tisha that came on, and I think that's about it. And Th- Sam Howell. You know, he wasn't on the show per se. You interviewed him. But thanks, Sam, for sitting down and talking to ears. Nice young man. Thank you. Thanks, B. Uh, thank you to everybody that called. Thank you to everybody that listened. Been a wild week, man. Who knows what next week brings. We're going to watch a football game Sunday at 430, and we're going to talk about it Monday at 10 a.m. We have to have a breakdown of the season eventually, too. Sure. A real true one. Sure. I don't think it's going to be pretty. I'm not worried about being pretty. We just have to be honest and open and make sure that people know where we are and where we need to get. Make sure everybody goes to Jeff's birthday party next Saturday. It sounds like it's going to be wild. Grant and You might need your priest and your preacher. Yeah, and your life insurance to be in order. (laughs) Grant and Danny coming your way next. If you made it this far, I owe you a DC brow. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.